in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, this is the all-around home improvement hour right here at noon on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, where we come at you with the hottest topics in home improvement related radio, some other stuff, and a whole lot more. Let's do it. Hello, Twin Cities News Talk listeners. I am Charles Thayer, home improvement slayer. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm always very, very honored to be your host of the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and I'm accompanied by the one, the only, the very Polish, Nicholas Zeman, the Polish powerhouse. What's up, what's up? Do you know what he's saying? It's catchy. You know what he's saying? Tune in to the all-around home improvement hour, AM 11.30. That's what I thought. It sounds just like that. Something about call all around. Yeah. Structure tech, czars of tar. I'd love to get a Polish guy that could sing like the all-around jingle and... And do that for us. They might we be able to use, work that out. Use that audio. Yeah. Talk to your family. Find out. Might who, be able to work that out. Who is still speaking Polish? Maybe an uncle. You do have some. Maybe Mark knows a little bit. All right. Uh, uh, this week, Polish powerhouse, we had some uh, our first of the fleet, the all-around fleet. Yes. Wrapped. Have you talked about that yet? On, I have. Last week we talked about it. Okay. Um, but it's uh, you know it's going to happen. It's we're getting closer and closer to having. All of our fleet uh, vehicles invading the roadways, wrapped invading the roadways, and um, I'm just going to tell you right now, there's a little bit of a Top Gun thing that we have going on. They're all named the Maverick, Iceman, uh, Viper, Goose, Mother Goose. Which one's Viper? I gotta I gotta watch that movie tonight. I gotta get caught up. You got you have to. Um, best movie ever. Brought me right back to when I was... I just think of Top Gun and that really cute lady that's on that movie. Yeah. The, the blonde-haired chick. The, yeah. the te- is she the, like the teacher or something? Me, well, Meg Ryan's in it. Um, no, it's not, it's not Something her. Blackstone. Uh, I don't know. Well, now you're going to have to look it up. Well, what's up with that? What what the... the... <laughs> knows the name. What's the theme with this here, Charles? What made you think of Top Gun? The vehicles have a military camo to them. Okay. I'm not going to give it all away. We have some videos coming out here in the near future. You'll be seeing them on social media. You'll see them definitely in your neighborhoods. And wh- basically what we're going for is a little bit of a tribute to our military. Our men and women in the armed forces in uniform. Yep. And the sacrifices they make. So what we're what we're looking for is if you're somebody out there and you recognize an all-around wrapped vehicle, and you know what the all-around jingle is. Yes. You can interrupt whatever it is we're doing. Say the all-around jingle to us. We will take your name down, and we will donate in your name $5 
to military families in need. And that comes out or of your, to help military families. That comes you, out of your paycheck then? or Yeah, it's fine. Right out of my paycheck. I like it. Yeah. If you want to sing Highway to the Danger Zone, I might even double that. I that, might even make works. it $10. That's cool. So $5, you see an all-around vehicle. You just got to get the attention of the the rep, right, whoever's driving it. That's right. Yeah, not while they're Th- driving. Don't throw the don't, jingle if out they're, there. If they're in motion. What if it's a stoplight? Yeah, perfect time. Roll okay. the window down. Give Can the you gu- honk to that. Yeah, that song. Well, will the driver know what you're doing if you start uh, honking? Uh, 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 I think so because okay. we've told the yeah, drivers you can honk that. that this is yeah. happening. You could give them the um, you know roll down your window. It's funny because everyone always does the roll down motion as you're using your hand. Yeah, when you're it's really just a power button, right? Most of the time, but but everybody's still familiar yes. with with the roll down motion. No one ever does just the finger point for the button. I mean, sit down. Sit. My dog. Shut up and sit down. <laughs> yeah. you, well, let's welcome our guest to the show real quick. Ruben Saltzman, Structure Tech Home Inspections. Welcome, bud. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Glad to be here. here. Newest partner of the All Around Home Improvement Hour, um, trusted affiliate of our team, John Heinrich, Zars of Tar. Welcome, John. Gentlemen, it's great to be with you. So, guys, wh- what were you doing when Top Gun, the movie, came out? Oof. I have no idea. What year was that? Early nineties. I could ride that motorcycle. Yeah. Well, if you look back, the motorcycle's not that cool. <laughs> it's like it's like one of the dorky ones. You know, it's like, well, you know, the seats are all combined. Yeah, I know. But the jacket, the motorcycle, the whole image—it was just so awesome. I think I watched that movie three or four hundred times as a kid. Hmm. Yeah, I really wanted. Were to you more be. Goose or Maverick? I was for sure Maverick. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the uh, aviator shades, everything, you know, kind of a little bit of gel in the hair, and you know, pop was, your collar. I was the Hispanic version of Tom Cruise back then. I think I was six or eight years old. Were what? Yes, I'm. Trust me, I'm trying to relive those days. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. It's more like it, folks. This is the all around home improvement hour every Saturday from noon to one. We try to come at you with some home improvement related radio, and hope that you can maybe take a little golden nugget with you when you go to do your next home improvement project, or maybe when you're maintaining your house. The Polish Powerhouse and I don't do this for a living. We're actually exterior contractors. Right in Golden Valley, all around is located, and our team of seven project consultants help homeowners on a daily basis with exterior-related issues and improvements that they want to do, and sometimes some storm damage stuff. This year, kind of the theme has been problems related to frost inside of attics right if you've caught uh, some of the shows in the in the last two months we've probably talked about it in every single show and it's because we've never seen this much attention towards frost problems moisture problems and um and that's what it really is is a, is a moisture problem yesterday we had a, a homeowner mentioned to us ruben and I, i'd like your thoughts on this but you know but but well, I think it's heat getting into my attic. I think it's just plain old heat. It's not a moisture problem. As as we're looking at, you know, water dripping down their windows while we're well, there. Some people have a hard time differentiating, right? They think because it's it's hot that it's it's water, right? Well, there's a warm spot here. It's automatically wet. Oh no, my goodness! I'll tell you not... what. If you want to solve solve all the frost problems in the attic, you all you got to do is pull all your insulation out of there. 
have a completely uninsulated yes. attic, let all the heat get up there, and I guarantee you will not have a frost problem. And why is that? I mean, that sounds like a nightmare. Oh my! All my heat well, is escaping. I'm not, into... I'm not seriously no, telling of, anybody of, to of do course, that. But why? I'm just but, curious. Why wouldn't it immediately turn to frost and and, and It'll icicles? be too warm. You too... won't have any frost accumulating up there. Your attic will be 50 degrees when it's zero outside because you have so much heat leaking through your house, and it'll completely eliminate any frost. So that's the opposite of what's going on when someone says i think it's heat getting up there no not not exactly heat would eliminate frost right it's moisture getting up there right. well and there is such a thing as dry heat right i mean the desert arizona sure warm places that are dry that's going to be like dry, a hot spot it's going right? to it's going to melt snow yeah. it's not going to actually be frost space heaters have been known forever to to create a really dry environment or electric uh, baseboard heaters have been known to create a very dry environment so heat doesn't necessarily mean moisture and and we just want to uh, you know mention that because it's been such a prevalent problem this year the other thing we wanted to talk about today a little bit is strategic planning when it comes to doing your home improvements you know People love to improve. Some people are addicted to improving their home. They want it to just be their ultimate place of comfort where they can have complete zen. And that's great. And that's fine and dandy. But if you aren't asking yourself the questions, how long am I going to live here? When am I going to retire and sell? What am I going to do when we're empty nesters and we have all this extra room? Are we going to sell? And if so, does that change the strategic planning of our home improvements? It may. And it absolutely should. Because nowadays... Your home, when you go to sell, basically comes with its own Carfax report, so to speak. It right. has, I mean, now what is it, uh, Ruben? I mean, if you were to, if you were to say a percentage of people getting home inspections versus not, I mean, you're a real numbers guy. I figured you probably had your finger I, on this part. I, I don't know the exact number. I'd say it's got to be somewhere around ninety five percent. Okay. I mean, when I talk to agents, when they hear about people buying houses without a home inspection, they're just completely appalled, and they don't even understand how anybody could do it, and I feel the same way. Right, right. So, of <laughs> course, I'm just kidding. I mean, you say it <laughs> Imagine that. Right, imagine, imagine that. Right. Uh, but, but no, but essentially what the buyer is going to get then is the equivalent to what everybody knows as a Carfax report when they're buying a car. It's... When when was this home built? What was it built with? Uh, was that a good practice at the time? Is it in a sustainable condition? Is it safe, secure? Is it going to last? And and what are the skeletons in the closet? I mean, it's telling you the story of the house. So if you're not strategically planning your improvements based on what might happen around the corner and based on what might be on that report, you may be making a big mistake and you may undo a lot of the improvements that you've already done just to do them the, in the right order. Right. So we're, we're going to talk more about that. We are up against a break. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour right here in Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Uh, Skilo? Coolio. Dang it. Does Skilo exist? Is that a real, like, rapper? Uh, yeah. There's a Skilo. See the guy that did like the I wish I was a little bit taller? Uh, that was... Wish I was a baller. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat in a 6'4 Impala. That was Wow, not, that is impressive. That's pretty good, right? That's, that's about back. all I remember from that song. Is that Skilo? Uh, is he I'll right about look that? here. I right. Uh, wish I was I a little bit it. taller. We, we'll look that Oh, up. I think it is. Just for you, Polish Powerhouse. I know a thing or two. <laughs> that's this right. is like 7th grade. 
This is perfect. This is one of them things that if you don't know this, you know, you're a little bit less of a person. I'm not tall, but I used to be very short. I had a really big growth spurt between ninth and 10th grade. So this song kind of hit home for me in junior high. Perfect. Any growth spurt since then? No, no. All right. I'm afraid not. Okay. Not vertically anyways. Folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and we are live. Forgot to mention that. It's February 17th, and we're also hanging out here with Ruben Saltzman of Structure Tech Home Inspection. So great time to call, because let me tell you, there's not a lot of problems or things inside homes that this guy hasn't come across. We also have John Heinrich with Czars of Tar, one of the most creative names in home improvements out there, um, the uh, Flatwork Asphalt Company that has joined the All Around Home Improvement Hour team of trusted affiliates. Love hanging out here with you guys. Before the break, so by the way, if you want to call in, it's 800-854-1978. 800-854-1978. A little bit off air and before the break, we're still having this conversation about um, moisture in homes. And some homes, it's almost impossible to get rid of. But it really does start in the basement. And so, Ruben... This winter, you have been, I mean, you guys inspect homes year-round because sales never really stopped. People are hiring you year-round. Yep. So what was different about this winter than all the others? The really long period of really cold weather that never let up. Right. It means tons of frost accumulation in the attic. Yep. Okay. Very simple. And then it rains in the attic and people's ceilings get destroyed and they aren't happy about it so let me ask you this when you mention to people well you you live in a very moist you know you have aquariums or you have a lot of plants or you have a lot of people in a small space and maybe some of the teenagers aren't turning the fan on when they're taking a shower i mean people have a hard time not only changing but also kind of in a way admitting that that is the problem. They a lot of times think right away, well, it's got to be something, you know. Well, it's never happened before. Yeah, it's never happened before. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's true. But the difference between you guys and me is if you guys get a call for this, it's probably because you were the last person to touch their house, and therefore it's your fault. That's about it, half of the It's calls, always the yeah. last man in syndrome. For us, we don't get that. We, we don't get any type of that blame. They're coming to us saying, what could this possibly be? And we come in, we're totally unbiased. That's, that's the beauty of what we do is that we, we, we've never been there before. Here's the facts. And they trust us a lot more than they trust you, this unfortunately. Is true. This is true. Yeah. I, why is that? That's not right. Is, that, is it because of how I look? I, <laughs> what? What? I think it's just a poor history of contractors and what maybe what they've done to homeowners and might try to tell them, hey, this isn't really my fault, when it's maybe sometimes it is. Negative stereotypes yeah. surrounded the industry, and that's understandable. Stereotypes do, in my opinion, come from a level of truth to begin with. We're going to take a call here from David. David, where are you calling from? Eden Prairie, Minnesota. All right, e- Eden Prairie. Home of the Hawks, right? Yeah, the Eagles. <laughs> you know, Hawks, Eagles. You were pretty e- close. I was Eagles, like, how do you know that? You know, Eagles are a little little bit of a sore spot for me. So I'll, I'll just I'll, we'll stick with the Hawks. <laughs> anyway, birds in general. The big anyway. birds. <laughs> yeah. David, how can we help? Well, hey, uh, you know, you mentioned about the strategic home improvements. And my wife and I are early 60s, thinking about selling sometime. And she, my wife would like me to redo the deck or have the deck redone. Do you have any advice in the event, you know, think, we're thinking down the road, maybe selling the home, what kind of a deck should I put on, how much 
you know, that might be considered when you're going to sell. It might be a positive when you're going to sell. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I normally always default this to the to the folks at the real estate team, but I do have an opinion on this, David. I just want to ask one question first, and this is the magical question. What's the time period? If you were to just to guess, just guess, when do you sell? Is it five years from now? Is it two years from now? Eight, eight, let's say eight years. Let's say eight years. Okay. So you're in that time period where I feel like you have to improve not only for return on investment, but also for your own enjoyment to, to be able to enjoy those repairs. Yep. Okay. So to a certain extent, I think you have to let go of what, what the return might be. But let me, let me just explain this. There will always be a return, especially when your existing deck is probably beyond its life expectancy or will be at that point. So, uh, so the question to ask yourself is, does the existing deck, before you make any improvements, add value or take away value from your home? If the answer is it takes away value from your home, then there is going to be some return on investment. Now, uh, to answer your question, what do we recommend on when it comes to uh, you know composite or low-maintenance decks? Uh, because wood is great, and, and cedar is also great, and, and post-powers, you may be indifferent to me. We love cedar, too. But when it comes to maintenance-free, if you, if you don't want to be staining and you, you don't want to deal with any of the maintenance, then we like a PVC product called Azek. It, it handles our climate the best, and it moves the least. People don't always realize this. It doesn't retain nearly as much heat as a lot of composite products out right. there do, too, which is one of the number one pl- complaints you get. It's really hot in the summertime. Yeah, and and so and honestly, David, that's not because we're uh, Azac pays us to say that, or because we have any sort of a co-op uh, opportunity with with Azac. We get absolutely nothing from them. We chose that product because we want to have the least amount of callbacks when it comes to problems. That product expands and contracts less than any other products. Uh, Ruben, your thoughts on decks and and improvements and. I wouldn't dream of putting anything on my deck other than plastic. After having stained a deck once in my life, I vowed <laughs> to never do it again. One and done. And I said, I don't care if it's going to cost me four times as much. And it turns out it does cost about four times as much. <laughs> it's expensive. Uh, but I said, I'm never putting anything on but plastic. So, and when you say plastic, or we, it's yeah, I shouldn't plastic. call it plastic. Plastic it sounds, sounds like it's a bad so thing. Bad. It's, I know it does. I, know, I mean, a it, composite. It's a polyurethane. Should I throw the stapler at him? Yeah, what you said. <laughs> it's some sort of super polyphagistic cal- caladocious, you know, something scientific. Return on investment. We, I, we should call it a composite, right? I think well, it's PVC. Well, it's PVC. It's not composite. So composite would be combining two uh, products and some natural products in there. Wood fibers. Wood fibers and whatnot. It's the next step. It's it is completely fake. It is PVC, but it moves hey. it moves the least, right? It is I'm, a plastic. Okay, you're All right. right. It just we just <laughs> it don't, just doesn't sell as well. Yeah, right? we just don't market yeah. it as a. Plastic. So David's wondering, like, why did I even call right now? Pretty much. Um, we warn you that that <laughs> well, we. That was very helpful. Azak A Z A K. It's uh, A Z E K. Yep, absolutely. And by the way, David, the folk, the good folks over at All Around can help you with that. So we'd love to hear from you. We'll show you. Uh, we'll put our best foot forward, and we'll show you why we're we're your team to work with. Uh, David, you, my friend from Eden Prairie, are a citizen of the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, David. Have a great day. Round of applause. Yeah, absolutely. He deserves it. Um, so, Ruben, what else are you running into? I mean, we're getting into the busy, busy season. People are uh, going to be listing their home here pretty soon. 
Are you doing a lot of pre-sale inspections? Is that something you're still recommending? Or Not what nearly enough. That's something we really want to get. Break, we want to start breaking into. But we we have a new program. We're hoping to be rolling out really soon. It's too early for me to talk about it. But I'll tell you what. Yes. The number one question that my office staff seems to get when people are calling to schedule their inspection. Well, of course, number one or number two. How much do you oh. charge, and how right. many are you available? But whoa, whoa, what was that, that? How much do you what? How much do you charge? Okay, I thought you said... You never get oh, that, do you? How much do you shower? I'm like, what did he just say? Yeah, we we rarely get that question. <laughs> it doesn't come up a Not lot. Well, that that might, up wait, it might be a problem. If that question's asked, there's probably an issue. Anyhow, how much do you charge and... Yeah, and when are you available? Of course, those those two are really common, but uh, my, my office says people always ask us all the time, do you look for moisture during your, during your home inspections? Will you find moisture? And when my office told me this, this was just recently, they said, you got to do a blog on this. I thought, well, what the heck? What else am I there for? I mean, if I was hired to go out and do a home inspection and my client said, you're only allowed to do one thing, that's it, nothing else. All, all you can do is one thing, you pick. It'd be look for moisture. It wouldn't that's be, it. Well, it okay, so I'm just going to play devil's advocate. What about fire? Devil, ad, you know, devil fire. Get it? You know, well, yeah, I get it. Devil's advocate. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I have a future in this. Uh, moisture issues are way more prevalent than fire hazards. Okay. I'll tell all right, you that. All right. Touche. That makes sense. And so we're talking roof leakage, frost in the attic, condensation in the attic, leakage around windows, condensation inside houses. It leads to mold, wet basement issues, leaky plumbing fixtures, leaky right. I, everything. Water destroys houses. Water's bad. So, yeah. If there's nothing else I could do, it's look for moisture. And so the 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 answer to that is yes, absolutely. So That's our it, number one priority. Do you think they usually inspection. ask that because they have a problem, right, or something maybe they're wondering about? Really, I think somebody told them to ask us that. Okay. And I think really people are looking for mold problems. Sure. And mold problems are Start the result from, of water problems. Yeah. By the way, plants can't grow without water. In case you didn't go to fifth grade science class, um, it's not possible. Yeah. And actually, mold growth stops when it's completely dry. It w- will not continue um, unless it has a source of moisture and something to feed on, which is your home usually. So, folks, we are up against a break. When we come back, more exciting Home improvement related radio stand. How about that Polish jingle for us? Dukala. Robimi two I Robimi two double Z. We'll be right back right after this. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. We are live. Call us. Let's talk. Let's hang out. 1-800-854-1978. 800-854-1978. I'm Charles Thayer with All Around, and I'm with the Polish Powerhouse, of course. We're exterior contractors, and we come every week at you with this, our passion for the home improvement business. So we'd love your phone call. 800-854-1978. Ask us a question. Share a story about an experience you had with a contractor or a home inspector. Huh, Ruben? Let me cha. ask cha. Let me ask you this. Uh, you've probably been asked this before, but what's the what's the wildest, just most outrageous, craziest thing, uh, uh, um, radio-appropriate thing 
Oh, that you've. Oh, yeah. So oh, that. Oh, okay. cha- yes. Change that one. All right. So that you've uh, come across during a home inspection. Home inspection. It's got to be a house in Hopkins where I looked in this crawl space and I saw a tire, and I'm thinking, what the heck? It looks like it's embedded in concrete. What? And what? What is all that big metal structure I'm looking at? And I had to sit there and stare at it, then kind of take a step back from this crawl space to realize they had built their entire addition at this crawl space on top of a trailer. And I'm talking like a trailer that you pull behind what? your car or truck. And that was the framing for the entire floor. And, I mean, I, I had to sit there and stare at it for a while. You go to my website. If you go to structuretech1.com. You go to galleries. It is in there. It is in our photo gallery. You can see there's a big wheel embedded in concrete, and it's a whole trailer frame that, in addition, is built on top of. No, I get it. I, it, ma- it makes perfect sense to me. It's not at all strange, okay? Okay, if, if, all if, right. If, well, if, God bless them. If the bank wants to come take my home, I'm taking Taking my addition with me. Very easy. <laughs> Putting we're the gonna, trailer yeah, back in we're going to hook, hook it up to the two and a half inch ball. We're going to hook up some lights and we're going to go. Addition and me right down the road. That's pretty cool. Uh, Ruben, what's the best way for people getting ready to sell, people getting ready to buy, realtors alike, anybody in, involved in the real estate industry that needs trustworthy home inspections from the most well-known team in Minnesota? How can they get involved? Structure Tech one StructureTech1.com. Now, is that the number one or spelt out? You know it's both, sir. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Hit it out of the park. The number one or O-N-E. StructureTech1.com. All right, perfect. Can you you hang out with us for the rest of the show? I would love to, and I got to... I got to get some questions answered on uh, Czars of Tar myself. So Czars I can't wait. of Tar. Uh, John, glad to have you on again. It's always our pleasure. This is the time of year where, you know, we're starting to really think about asphalt because we can't help it. We're driving. We're kind of swerving. Uh, you know, I think it was the other day I watched Fox News. Uh they didn't have anything better to talk about but one particular pothole located on, like, uh, University Avenue. Oh, they, uh, it was like... Everyone's got their favorite one. Uh, right. Well, this was, the, this was the one that made the evening news, okay? They had to put a cone next to this thing and everything. <laughs> Apparently, it was right next to a manhole cover, and it was giving people flat tires. It was so bad that yeah. the edge of the manhole cover was popping tires, so there was lines of cars after it, uh, sure. you know, with their hazards on and whatnot. And what's... <laughs> What's going on? Is this is this the time of year where we're going to notice it the most? This is about the worst of it uh, through this season here. Uh, you had a winter where a bunch of moisture sitting underneath the pavement and concrete and um, starts to cause that heaving. Uh, the foundation material underneath starts to get disheveled and you end up with uh, trip hazards. Uh, you got the pothole thing, obviously. We know how those are created here in Minnesota. Uh Driveways and, and parking lots, though, they're starting to, you know, this is the time of year to start getting um, some numbers together for taking care of your potholes and, uh, and your cracks. And just if your driveway is just looking shabby overall, uh, now's a great time to uh, contact Czars of Tar, and we can have either myself or someone from my team could come out and take a look at that for you. And what if your cracks are looking shabby? The Polish powerhouse is wondering. Right. Yeah, good question. I was yeah. just Googling that. <laughs> John, you don't have to answer that crap. You look like you're really going to attempt to. Um, I, that There's no good answer for that. There's no fix for, for the Polish power. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, so we all ha- are excited to ask some uh, questions uh, probably related to our own uh, asphalt driveways. But uh, So I'm going to start. 
Mine, I, I don't. I feel like the the contractor that I hired did an okay job, but definitely at the end left me high and dry. I didn't clean up well. We had a disagreement, and uh, he kind of gave me the taillight uh, method. Just I'll, I'll never, I never heard from him again. Okay, hmm. what I what I was left with though is a concern. A certain part of my driveway. And I don't know if he did this for drainage or because of the lay of the land or whatnot. But I think I even sent you a photo of it, and some of the existing gravel driveway was not, you know excavated and it's actually up high i mean i have a, a one area curve that's like eight yeah. inches or more huh. is the, and you can see underneath the asphalt the the gravel the original driveway that's there sure have you seen that is that normal should i have is there a concern there you know not all driveways or properties are created equal as as you probably know so it's tough to talk about that specific issue that you had there um was your driveway originally that was it level with the grass uh, just a little bit above, you know, the, the, the gravel would, you know, maybe three, four inches sure. above in certain areas. And then other times it was level, but it, it sounds like you were more, so you're dealing with it's cosmetically didn't turn out looking the way that you hoped it would have. Listen, if it performs, I really don't care. I live out in the country and, and we're, we're lucky to have a paved driveway. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're happy about that. But, but my, well, I'm my, sorry, he kind of gave you the ta- the taillights there. It's a good thing. You're not a very influential person in the community, so I, he'll probably be okay. Yeah, exactly. No, that's. <laughs> That's totally right. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I guess we'll move on. Uh, Ruben. All right. I got to know this. How often do you seal coat your driveway? I remember talking with this one real estate guy, and he was telling me he used to do this for a living. He said the number one problem people do is they do it too often. They yeah. get seal coating done every year, and he told me that's not good for it. What do you say? Uh, you know, that's correct. Um, I recommend to our customers, when we put in a new driveway, we just want to see that thing seal-coated within the first couple, three years while it's still in great shape. Seal-coat's always going to do a much better job protecting what, exi- what exists versus creating anything new. So you certainly don't want to wait to the point where it's starting to really get pitted and whatnot. Um, people do. There's been a lot of, uh, I guess, salespeople out there that say, you got to do it every year. you got to do it every other year. And, you know, that it can build on top of itself. The seal coat can start to build up, and they right. call it, you know, eggshell or starting to spider web crack, and it can actually start to peel if you got... It's like painting your barn 50 times. You know, pretty soon you're going to have to scrape it off first. Right. We're going to take a call from Caitlin. Caitlin, seems like you're dealing with a hump in your driveway. Where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm calling from Dayton. Dayton, cool. Dayton's a nice area. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, can you can you kind of describe it a little bit? Yeah, so it's about, um, you know, we have an asphalt driveway, and it's about three inches um, taller than the entrance to the garage. So I'm just wondering, is that something that's um, pretty expensive to fix? I mean, does the whole driveway have to be redone at that point, or is that something that can just be kind of spot fixed? Yeah, possibly that could be uh, possibly fixed just by the apron area there. Uh, so it seems like what you're saying is that it's actually heaved up. You're not experiencing sinking. Right. The driveway itself is higher than the garage floor? Right. Okay. Uh, so that tells me there's probably been some moisture. You know, speaking a lot about moisture today in attics, and uh, it also happens underneath uh, driveways there. So um, there's a few different things that you could do there. Uh, one thing would be what we call an apron repair, which is essentially cutting out um, maybe two or three feet away from your garage door and then all the way across and pulling out just that chunk of asphalt. That's certainly less expensive than, say, your full driveway. And what we'd want to do then is make sure we get some dry uh, rock in there and it, you might have some uh some muck or some you know clay that is pushed up especially in the dayton area uh very familiar with that area there and you do have some some wet soils 
Um, so just a little bit of soil correction there might actually solve that problem and then just lay in a new either concrete or asphalt apron in that area. Right. So when you just do the apron part, does that blend in pretty well with the rest of the driveway? It does, but it's or it's newer it? asphalt, so you're you know you're always going to see that difference between the new texture of the asphalt uh, where you did the repair yeah, but compared you to just, your old driveway. Couldn't you just see, do a seal coat at that time? Certainly. Uh, yeah. You, you certainly could, and that's going to help it blend, especially from the street, the curb appeal side of it. Uh, but if you, as the homeowner, you know, looked close at it, you certainly still would see a, a texture difference. Again, seal coat's not going to create anything new or flatten anything. It's made to more protect what exists. So if your existing driveway is a little bit pitted, you know, you start to see the bigger rocks coming through and then you were to do that new asphalt apron, you would certainly see a little bit of a texture difference there, but it does blend pretty well. I'll tell you, you're being overly critical of your own work because I've had this done <laughs> at my own house, and, I mean, they cut out and they did the first three feet or whatever, Sure. and the only thing that I can see, I live there, I see it every day, the only thing I see is the seam where it got cut. Yes. Yeah, I personally yeah. can't tell the they difference. Look, they look good. So he's, he's being really modest about <laughs> yeah. this, saying you're going to notice it. I don't think you'd notice it. I am. It. You know, I want to... You know, set the expectations too high there. Um, our guys do really great work with that. Um, but uh, but yeah, the the seal that's coat. The way to go is just, just just to do the apron with it. It it could be yeah. Without actually looking at it, it's tough to tough to tell for sure. How big is your driveway approximately? It's not very big. It's you know for two two cars, normal size. Sure. Do you have any? Uh, how's the rest of your driveway looking? Is there some cracks in it or? You know, surprisingly, for it being as old as it is, it's not too bad. Good deal. Yeah, I think an apron repair might be your your best option. Um, yeah, please, uh, you know, get a hold of us. I can give you our um, our phone number to the office. Yeah, Caitlin, you can also yeah, go to allaround.com. We'll go ahead, throw the number sure. out there. Well, uh, you can, um, yeah, find us on allaround.com, of course. Otherwise, our uh, office phone number is 763-421-6417. Seven six three four two one sixty four seventeen czarsoftar dot com is that uh, the the website there? That's correct. C Z czars oh. is spelled with a C. C Z yeah C. They, oh okay. They had to for sure. <laughs> I would have never got it right. They had to. I had to actually have a, a spelling lesson when we when we took them on there, Caitlin. Caitlin, you know what else though? The most important thing. You're a citizen of the All Around Home Improvement Hour. I just want to let you know that. We're so happy. <laughs> All right. All right, Caitlin. You enjoy the rest Thank of your you. day. Thanks for calling in. Uh-huh. You too. All right. And it is going to be a beautiful day. Folks, we're up against the last break. We'll be right back right after this. Papa Rope. P.O.D. I've struck out. Saliva. Saliva. They, they're trying to sound like... It's on the tip of your tongue. Papa Roach. <laughs> Literally. Are they, in, are they in collusions with Cottonmouth, the other band? Collusion. You love that word, that's don't a, you? That's a great word. Collusion. It's colluding. They're alluding to collude. So much collusion. Folks, our good friend Ryan O'Neill can't call in today, so he wanted me to let you know that he and his team of amazing agents over at Remax Advantage Plus are holding an Investment Property 201 seminar. So maybe for some of you more experienced investors or looking to be more experienced, but this one's going to be on the impact of tax reform for real estate investors. This one's Thursday, March 1st, 
this year, 2018, of course, from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Uh, attend this seminar presented by Ryan Kelly and Greg Nelson of Olson Thielen, which are th- certified public accountants and consultants. Uh, it's designed to focus on the tax impact to real estate investors in light of the recent tax reform. Tax strategies and tips on real estate investing. Uh, they're also going to be discussing things ranging from choices of the entity that you should have these investments under and navigating the passive loss rules and real estate professional classifications. Go to mnrealestateshow.com for more information on that seminar. Again, March 1st, it's a Thursday, 6.30 to 8 p.m. They usually hold it in Bloomington at France Place, but go to mnrealestateshow.com for more information on that. That's our good uh, our plug for our good buddy, Ryan O'Neill, fearless leader of the MN Real Estate Show and the MN Real Estate Team. Uh, folks, this is the all-around home improvement hour. We're on the home stretch. This is the last segment. Always, you know, so bittersweet to, to round off another great show. But we're hanging out in studio with our good friend Ruben Saltzman with Structure, Structure Tech and then also the Polish Powerhouse, of course, and John Heinrich with Czars of Tar. So the next question, Les Polish Powerhouse, did you have an asphalt question? Because I have no, another one live. I want to hear what you got. Okay. So people are usually, when they're, when they're considering doing a new driveway, they're, they're usually up against that question, that age-old question, do I go concrete or do I go asphalt? Right. And there's pluses and minuses to each. So without, I mean, because, you know, it, the show's almost over. Sure. <laughs> How can you sum up the pluses and minuses of each? Start with asphalt. You know, one of the nice things about asphalt is uh, it's going to run roughly half the cost, in my experience, of concrete wood. Saving money is good. You're going to save some money. Um, the snow and ice are going to melt off it a bit quicker in Minnesota. Yep. You're not going to be throwing as much salt all the time. And, uh, you know, concrete, you got to throw salt to keep the ice off, but then the, con- but then the salt eats into the concrete. Yep. Um, we we offer both. It's our start. We do a lot of concrete work. Our main bread and butter is paving asphalt. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of communities that really like the asphalt look. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's something that, you know, if you don't like it, you want to change the shape of your driveway in the future, it's a lot easier to rip out an asphalt driveway and redo it. Concrete, you're going to pay more to just get rid of that too. Now, one of the good things for concrete is it's more of the forever kind. You know, you put in a concrete driveway, that thing might not look pretty down the road. It might look like a shotgun hit it or, you know, once it starts to kind of go, but that thing will be there for a long time. Now, I've always heard though, there's only two types of concrete. What's that? The kind that's cracked. Yep. And the kind and that's, that's going to that's gonna crack. Sure. Right. Is that, I mean, come on, is that real? Yeah. Yep. I mean, you're going to have expansion and contraction, you know, in our climate, uh, you know, no matter what. So I just had a good friend actually trip on uh, on a concrete, uh, you know, I mean, that happens. You get the, those joints in there, start to get lifted in our freeze-thaw cycle. Uh, asphalt does too, but... Concrete's a little more susceptible to that. The, the way I look at it, asphalt's probably more pliable with the movement of the earth and fry heaving. And it just, is. You know, it's yeah. probably going gonna, gonna to move with it a little bit more, it and is. the cracks aren't going to be as prevalent. Yeah, the cracks, I think, sand out a bit more, too, on concrete. On asphalt, you can get your cracks sealed, mm-hmm. and then you can seal coat, which is going to blend everything together. That concrete, once that starts to crack, anything that you put on there to try to seal those cracks, that's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Can we get the crack sealed on Polish Powerhouse's asphalt? 
Um, I think you asked that already. I think so. We have, but it is heated to about 400 degrees, so it's kind of hot, just so you know. Okay, I got one more question. Stripers. Is it related to me? No. Oh, okay. No, it's related <laughs> yeah. to the guys, the, the proud men and women that are responsible for putting these lines and stripes on the asphalt surfaces. Um, right way to do it, wrong way to do it. I mean, I, I just want to say that I know that whoever's doing our parking lot at, at the all-around sure. uh, office uh, apparently, they think that everybody drives a smart car right. or, a, or a, a mini car. Uh, this guy, this guy's, they're trying to say they're pretty narrow spots. Yes, John no, has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. No, I you know take no um, responsibility. You don't have to answer that question. I just wanted a chance to rip on whoever is doing the striping you know, in the, the lines at our parking lot. The striping can really either help you or hurt you. You know, it's the bow tie on the project. I've paved parking lots before. Uh, and then you have the stripe, and that might be, say, it's a fifty thousand dollars project. The striping, you're probably talking six or seven hundred dollars. And unfortunately, if the striper doesn't do a good job, that whole project is under scrutiny because of how those lines look out there. So Makes it's sense. really important. We at Zars of Tar vet our stripers, and our stuff looks really great. So, yeah, you need to have somebody that's got attention to detail, and uh, you know, a, a trigger finger that knows exactly when to hit that button and when to let go. Yeah. Um, you know, your average stall that you find at like Walmart or uh, Costco is going to be that nine foot at least. You yeah. know, a lot of places like to have ten foot stalls, but if you need to fit in that extra one, nine foot. Some places go to eight six. That's that's pretty tight Costco in my opinion. Costco is awesome. <laughs> Costco gives you room to open your door. Let oh, me yeah. tell you, the guy in our office must uh, think. I mean, he doesn't realize that a full-size truck can't fit in one of these things. There's no way to be in in your stall. Automatically right? double yeah. parking. And if you have two trucks, no one's getting out of their vehicle. You know Everyone, you, you're you're going to be stuck in your vehicle. That's what's going on at I our hate office. That. It's it's real easy to solve. All you do is a two-inch overlay on the whole parking lot to hide those old stripes. Mm-hmm. I and, agree. Then, and then we can restripe it. Oh, they, it, it definitely needs a new. It part. needs some this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got it patches on patches. When when a pothole gets filled. And then it then makes another pothole within the pothole, and then that gets patched. Yeah. I, That's happening. They got some issues there. We do. We do. Come to all around. Sounds like you need a czar. Yeah, you, we do need a czar. We'll have We're to, not Russian. I'm not going to disagree with that. We'll introduce you to the guy, but I don't think he's spending much money. Just saying. And folks, you can't blame us. We don't own the building. We don't own the premises. It's just our It's our temporary home until we find our our permanent home, but it is it is a comfortable little spot in Golden Valley. And I don't want to make it sound like you're not going to find a place to park, but just take a picture of your doors when you get out of your vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Something. It's pretty bad. So, no, but, uh, well, yellow or white stripes? What's your, are you a yellow guy? Uh, personal preference. Okay. You know, some I'll people, it's about half and half out there. I'll say white. Sure. Ruben? Yellow. All yellow? You yeah. th- you would. I'm how about, sorry. How about white? Looks better, white stripes for the parking and yellow cross hatching and yellow curbs and yellow speed bumps. How about that? We'll use both colors. I should be I'm going. With we can do some red too if you want. I'm, I'm not going to agree to disagree. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, all right, Ruben. Well, there is still one more heated debate that we've yet to to work out, and that is uh, with with Ruben. That is is the. The callback, drop call, callback protocol. I thought we settled this, this like a, a year horse. ago. What no, are you it's talking not a dead about? Horse. It's, it's over. Never been, it's never been a dead horse. I've never heard the official. PCRCP. Right. Before we... <laughs> John, what's the best way for people to get in touch with Zarzatar and get them uh, an either, either a refreshed 
driveway or a new driveway. Yeah, I just I encourage you if you're if you're looking at your driveway or your parking lot surface, you have some concerns about it. It's a no cost uh, free estimate um, to have uh, myself or one of our team members come out and take a look at it. Find us on the website there at czarsoftar.com. Uh, you can fill out a request for estimate form, and um, we'll get back to you as soon as possible on that. Or you can reach us at our office at 763-421-6417. Awesome. We appreciate it. Glad, Thanks so much, Charles. Very glad to have you on, and yeah. really thrilled to have you guys uh, as a part of uh, the team. We'll definitely have to get the two teams together sometime. Yes. And inter- introduce everybody um, so that way we can be sure to pass good business back and forth. Ruben Saltzman, Structure Tech Home Inspection. We're on the final stretch. Final thoughts for buyers and sellers out there or for anyone. If you've got frost in an attic, don't call your roofer. That's it. That's an insulation issue. You need to get somebody in your attic to fix it. That's my final thought. Nice. We like that. And we'll take those calls. Yes. Because we do more than just roofing. That's right. Polish Powerhouse. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Sun's shining. It's actually tolerable outside. Yeah, you got it. Let's let's look forward to spring, folks, and plan ahead for those home improvement projects. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend, and God bless.